Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we're doing a weekend episode. Fuck yeah! We're finally back after three weeks. Holy shit. I should really keep my schedule back up, but please do understand I am working and I've got other things to do. I'll try and get a better microphone soon, and I hope to get some sort of shit set up for people to look at exclusive content. So, anyways, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone, and I'm your host, Ryan. Today's episode, we'll be talking about Eurovision, because it's a weekend episode. Um, welcome back. It's been three months. Oh, no, it's not three months. It's three weeks, or maybe a bit more. Now, as I was talking in my Wednesday episode, I was sick, working, and busy with TAFE. So please don't understand my three-week break. Um, now, today, we're talking about Eurovision. Now, I talked about the Euros in uh, my Wednesday episode. And we'll be talking about Eurovision. Now, if people don't know what the Eurovision Song Contest is, it is a song contest for the European countries to participate in. It happens every year, uh, except for 2020, because that was COVID year. Um, But this year, we had Eurovision 2021, held in Rotterdam, Netherlands. Um, It was a fantastic show. I really, really loved the entire uh, show. Uh, semi-final 1 and 2, and plus the grand final. Now, for context for people who don't know what Eurovision is, um, well, uh, people who do, please just listen to me ramble for about 5 minutes. Now, Eurovision Song Contest is a yearly song contest, uh, started back in 1950-something, 1956, I believe. Um, and it was a contest where people who would represent certain countries uh, of their background, nationality, or whatever. And um, they would sing in a contest where they perform a original song, uh, somewhat relating to the topic or the kind of, like, punchline for the year. And each year has a different punchline. Uh, this year for... Uh, not punchline, it's the kind of like the, the hashtag or something like that. Um, was open up and... Basically, this was to tell everyone to kind of open up about the, their culture and their native languages. And um, also open up because um, fucking everyone was locked inside for Europe <laughs> for, for, because of COVID. But, um, you know, there are other meanings to it, but you can take it as you will. I took it as basically leaving the, the insights, uh, but it was still performed inside a, you know, a dome. So, <laughs> um but this year, 39 countries participated. Uh, some countries were not able to participate uh, live. Uh, one of us, one of them being Australia. Now, if you're asking why Australia is in the Eurovision Song Contest, even though it's even though the song contest is for Europe and European countries only, uh, Australia got added in. I think back in 2014. Uh, no, we we got a special showcase from Jessica Malboy, who performed at the kind of like interval for the grand final um and then we got added in uh, permanently since 2015 we signed a contract with uh eurovision basically saying that we could participate uh from that point on uh and then we have to re-sign new contracts every time our contract expires and so uh we have been participating since 2015 uh our first entry was guy sebastian with uh tonight again but enough about australia um but the Eurovision Song Contest is watched by many Europeans all over the world. It is a very, very entertaining show. Um, and it's a very, very big event in Europe. And, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people who participate in it get known and well-known after the competition. Um, because of how entertaining their song was to listeners in Europe. Uh, and Australia has been streaming it for a while now as well, and so um, that's why we also got entered into the competition, because we have been big fans for a very long time. Uh, and Eurovision recently had the, I think, 65th edition of the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, our 65th year anniversary of the Eurovision Song Contest. And um, this year was won by Italy, so congratulations to Italy, with uh, Mane Skin as their group, uh, as, the, as a rock band, I believe. Uh, and I can't remember how you pronounce the the song, but it's, uh, it's a very nice rock song. But personally, in my opinion, it did not deserve to win. Um, <laughs> uh, my taste in music is very, very, you know, bland and I think a bit wide in range. But 
Um, there were definitely more songs that were more competitive than that, I believe. Um, Australia, unfortunately, did not make it out of the semi-finals. Um, so how the, how the system works is there's two semi-finals and there's a grand final. Uh, obviously, uh, it's very simple how to figure that out. But, in the grand final, there's already six spots taken. Uh, and you're only allowed to have 26 countries participate uh, in this one, at least. In this year, in this year's Eurovision, I think there's more uh, in other years, I think. I can't remember, though. I'm not going to be 100% confident, because uh, I didn't watch a lot of 2019s. I knew the... I, I, I watched the grand final, and I predicted the winner to one of my friends. Um, way before the grand final happened, I was just like, blah, 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 was going to win. If you have not noticed who won. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's there are many, many songs that I thought would place higher, and some of the songs that would place lower. And I've looked at a lot of different opinions in YouTube comments and uh, YouTube videos in general, ranking those songs um, based on like their taste and their opinion. Now, I believe a lot of their opinions are wrong, <laughs> but those are their opinions, and I can't. I'm not going to comment on them on a, on the YouTube videos or anything, or reply to any comments because that's their opinion, and I don't want to, you know, call them out for having an incorrect opinion compared to mine. Um, my opinion was, I think, quite vastly different to a lot of people's. Um, so I suggest you guys look at the songs, like the 39 songs, like in full. I listen to the entire song and only their live performances if you can, because uh, the live performances show tell you a lot more than their actual music videos. Because uh, MVs can hide a lot of different things. They can give you auto tune. They can adjust voices. They can remove certain things in your voice. Maybe some raspiness. Maybe some you know jagged, uh, jaggedness. Maybe some you know uncontrollable up and down tones. They can they can really remove those and the sound quality sounds much better. But live performances tell you everything because that's the true and uh, natural voice of the singer or the performer. So I suggest you look at the live versions of all those if you have time. Uh, it's going to be a lot of time wasting because it's 39 fucking 3 minute videos, so good luck. Um, just type in Eurovision 2021 and you'll get like a recap of all 30, uh, 39 songs. Uh, but the small clips won't tell you everything because all those clips are from the MVs. So please do listen to the live versions if you want to, you know... Object my opinion. Uh, but I have a whole prediction list uh, that I thought was going to, you know, be the final, you know, verdict. Um, I didn't listen to a lot of the final six performances in the grand final initially because I didn't watch the entire semi-final one and two. I was working uh, for semi-final one and two. Um, so I could not actually watch them. But I watched the grand final at 5 a.m. in the morning, because <laughs> it's weird timing for Australia. Um, so let's have a look at my Google Documents, because uh, I have it in the Google Documents. Uh, no, that's the wrong document, Ryan. Uh, that's that's for 2020. Um, I did a lot of analysis for 2020, and then it eventually got cancelled. So we'll look at a different one instead. Uh, where is it? I think it's this one. Yes, it is this one. So, Eurovision Top 39 ratings, even though I did not rank all 39, I ranked 33 of them. Uh, <laughs> and then I predicted the the uh, final 26. Uh, so this is my predictions, and I'll look at, uh, and I'll tell you how correct or incorrect I was compared to the actual uh, standings. Uh, so I predicted Switzerland to win, if you listen to Switzerland's song, it's a very beautiful and powerful song, and, it, and the, the, the vocals and the the voice of the, the performer is just astounding and fantastic. Uh, you won't get a lot much better than that, um, especially from a guy. Um, his performance is very simple but powerful and it's fantastic. Not that I understand all the words in his uh, song, because it is in French, um, but it was beautiful to listen to and I, I loved it. I really, really did enjoy it. Um, but... I predict that to win. Unfortunately, it did not. It came uh, third. Um, and then my second place was Bulgaria. If you listen to Bulgaria's song, it's very, very, very nice. Very slow. Uh, Maybe a bit too slow for certain people, but it's a very nice, calming, and relaxing, lovely song. Um, it's called. It's uh, if I remember correctly. It's called "Growing Up Is Getting Old." 
uh, by Victoria. Uh, Switzerland was sung by John's Tears uh, and John's Tears. Um, and the song is Totally Universe. Um, but these, I predicted these two to finish very, very high. Switzerland obviously finished high in top three. Bulgaria actually somehow dropped to 11th, I believe. Uh, I think out of top 10. Uh, let's have a look at the actual Eurovision standings, just to make sure I'm correct. Um, I could be very wrong, though. I, I'm stupid. Um, you know, but I really, really did enjoy, um both these songs, and I really, really loved it, um, but yeah, so, it was, yeah, um, Bulgaria finished, uh, 11th, yeah, unfortunately, and I, I really wanted to see him finish a bit higher, but, um, Eurovision, Let's be honest, it's a political battle. There are moments where certain, certain songs should have won, but then other songs win because of political battles, and certain countries won't vote for certain countries. It's just how it works. Um, Australia should have won 2016, but obviously the Ukraine-Russia drama was happening, and so Ukraine won. Fuck you. <laughs> it's still very salty about that. Um, very, very salty. Um, but number three was Iceland. Uh, was uh, sung by uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, Danny Og Gagnam I'm fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the Iceland people out there. Uh, I predicted I predicted them finished three. They finished four. I was close, but um, I really love their song. It's just so fun, quirky, and quite nerdy as well. To be fair, but it's just a beautiful love song. Um, very, very funny to listen to, and then just a lot, a lot of fun to just, you know, jam along with, you know, it's like a nice, it's a nice, you know, song to listen to. Um, and then my prediction for fourth was Italy. Now, I, once I listened to Italy, uh, I knew they were going to finish high. Uh, I knew that their song was going to finish high, because it was a nice rock song, it was very, very good, and there was a lot of power behind the vocals as well, and I really, really liked it. But, at the same time, I didn't expect it to win. I expected to finish high. I was talking to my Italian friend, um, who watches the Eurovision Song Contest as well, and um, I had was talking to them, and I had told them Italy will finish high, but I don't expect them to win because there's so many other, you know, better songs that could finish higher than him, or them, sorry, than than them. And so they agreed with me at the time as well. Um, and so I was talking to my other Eurovision friend, um, who lives in Australia. Uh, he went to school with me and everything, um, but uh, he he also agreed that Italy probably should not have won. Uh, both of us agreed that it was either Switzerland or France. Ended up being Italy, and hey, congrats to Italy, but honestly, I don't think you deserve to win. But, that's my opinion. Uh, it was a very, very nice rock song, though. It was quite good, to be fair. Uh, I don't mind it, but I just kind of get sick of it after hearing it more than once. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so, they finished first, obviously, uh, was different. Who finished fourth, actually? It was Iceland who finished fourth. Um, so, I, I, when in my, in my predictions, I said the top six could really finish in any way. Uh, in my prediction, top six, at least. Not the actual top six, in the prediction top six. Um, I really liked all the top six songs, I really, really did, and all of them were quite good. So, you know, that's how it was. Uh, five for me was Malta. I really love Destiny. Her voice was beautiful. Um, her song Jimicus was very entertaining, to say the least. It was a lot of fun, and I think me and my sisters, when watching it at 5am, were all waving our hands around like her. Uh, please do listen to the song, and please do look at the performance, because it was fantastic. Um, the vocals are beautiful, considering how young she is. I am actually older than her by a couple months. So, look at where she is, and look at where I am. I'm being a piece of shit in my own bedroom talking about Eurovision songs at the age of 19. What is she doing? She's singing in a world-renowned Euro European song contest at the age of, uh, I think 19 as well. No, she's 18 currently. She'll turn 19 in about a month or two. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but Malta actually finished sixth. So I was quite close with this one as well. Uh, I really said that they could finish anywhere in the top six. Um, 
but I predicted Molta 5 because I liked the other four a bit more. Um, plus, the question for Molta at the time I had was, was it a bit too much pop? Um, like, how over... How much did they overdo it? How much did they not do it? Like, it was a bit too much pop music for, I think, a lot of European fans, and especially the juries as well. The juries have certain tastes that are bullshit, but, you know, it's what it is. <coughs> they call them professional juries, but professional po politics. Um, six, I predicted, was France, uh, with Brava, uh, Barbara Pravi, with Voila. It was a very, very good song, very powerful vocals, very powerful lyrics as well. And very simple staging, um, nothing too extravagant, but it was so good. Um, I really loved the performance as well. They finished second um, in reality, and so I, I, hey, congrats to France. You've been very strong contenders for quite a few years. Uh, although you had, you know, your ups and downs in form, but honestly, France was fantastic this year, and I really, really did enjoy their performance. Um, and so it, it was, it was a bit disappointing to see them not win. Um, Especially Switzerland is why I really wanted them to win. Uh, they were my favourites going into the into the competition. Uh, seven for me was Russia. Um, I thought it was quite good. Um, you know, very nice and unique song, I believe. Um, where they actually place ninth. Um, you know, it was it was a really really good powerful song, and even though it was in Russian. Um, it was still very, very good. There was English in there, but I still really liked how she sang in her native language. It was Mancia, uh, called, I think it was Proud Woman, but, uh, or Proud Women, sorry. But I, I think it's in Russian, so, you know, go listen to that. Um, it was still very, very good and very powerful, so I really, really liked it. And so the fact that they didn't finish a little bit higher than, uh, what they did is a bit disappointing, considering who actually finished higher than them, and, you know, my opinions will get to that later. Number eight for me was Spain. I love Spain. Uh, their singer Blas Cantor with Voya Kadame was so good. I loved their performance and they got robbed. <laughs> they honestly got robbed. Um, like, the song was about... Uh, he, he wrote the song when his, I think, uh, grandmother had uh, unfortunately passed uh, due to COVID, I believe. Or during the time of COVID. Um, and he wrote it to really, like, help him, you know, get through it, you know, and, you know, uh, and, like, help him, you know, get back to where he is, and he's, uh, his voice was so beautiful, and I loved every second of it, and the fact that it finished 23rd, 24th, sorry, was just a complete mockery of what that song was, and I hate everyone who voted against it, all the professional juries who were just like, no, no, uh, it received zero points in the televoting, which was Bullshit! Um, so, yeah, I was very mad at that. I was honestly so mad at what had happened. So, I, I just feel so bad for him because it was such a beautiful song. Um, performance was nothing special, had a giant moon in the back, but at the same time, I just loved the performance in general. His vocals were beautiful, his riff was amazing. Uh, he, he deserves so much more. Um, nine was Norway. I was reluctant to put him in my top 10 initially, Ticks, uh, with Fallen Angel, but I actually kind of, it kind of grew on me, because it was quite a good song, and the, and the story behind it as well, that he described in, uh, Nikki's Look Labs, uh, it was very, very nice, and very interesting to see, and so I really did enjoy the song, and I, I thought it would do a little bit better than, I think, where they placed, which was, let's have a look, um, 18th, <laughs> I, I, I actually really liked the song, considering, like, I initially did not like it when I listened to it in the semi-final. I didn't really like it, but at the same time, like, I think the only reason I didn't like it initially was because of the way he dressed. Um, I don't like his giant fur coat and his bandana with the sunglasses. That's his fashion taste, though. My fashion taste is dead. I don't know what it is. My fashion is awful. I constantly just wear all black, so I don't know. Um, fashion is different for everyone, but, you know, I thought it was quite good. Um... <coughs> Number 10 for me was San Marino. A very surprising entry in my number t in my top 10. Uh, I didn't expect to play San Marino so high, personally. Because um, it was such a strange song initially when I first listened to it. But then when Flowrider Flo randomly showed up, it was... Oh my god. Um, 
so the song is called Adrenalina, Adrenalina by Sohit, uh, Senhit, I think it is, Senhit. Uh, she, honestly, her song from 2020, because a lot of these song, a lot of these performers were, uh, were coming back from 2020, because they had, they were technically planned to participate in 2020, but they couldn't participate in 2020 due to COVID, but then a lot of artists came back to perform in Eurovision 2021. Um, some artists just, dropped out because uh, of national selections, I think, and then otherwise uh, personal reasons. And so, that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, but San Marino was a surprising top 10 for me. It was quite quite energetic, and I loved the beat of it. It was so funny, so fun, so easy to really just jump up and dance to. Uh, but the fact that it finished, I think it was 22nd, yeah was a bit disappointing to me. I thought it would be a lot higher than that, uh, especially for the, the fans as well, the televote, I thought it would be much higher, but... The televote sometimes stupid. Um, 11 for me was Israel. I thought Israel's song was... Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't spectacular. It wasn't... There were just parts and bits here and there which I didn't think fit together. Um, the whistle notes were amazing by her. <clears throat> but I just, I just, I just didn't think it fit together. Uh, Eden Eleni uh, was set me free for Israel, by the way. Um, the whistle notes at the end just didn't fit in because it, it was meant to be like a kind of like a pop kind of jam, but the whistle notes just didn't fit in and it just didn't match. Like, yeah, it looked, it sounded nice and looked comfortable for her, but. For me, as a music listener, I just didn't think it fit in. It just didn't seem correct. So, eh, I don't know. The mixing wasn't there for me. Uh, 12 for for me was Ukraine. They finished, I think, 6th? 5th, sorry, 5th. Um, it's not that I hate native languages. I really do like when countries sing in their own native language. And there were different techniques used in this song as well. It was uh, Shum. Asham by Goa. Um, I don't know how you pronounce both of those, so I'm sorry. But I just didn't like it. Like, personally, I, I put it high because I knew it would finish high due to, you know, European televoting and stuff. But I just didn't like it. It was just too techno for me. It gave me a headache every time I listened to it, and it just uh, it just didn't sound right to me. Um, like, I didn't mind the performance. The, form the performance looked alright, but... It just wasn't my taste in music, I believe. And everyone has different tastes in music, obviously. I just really didn't enjoy it. It just wasn't great for me. So, that's why I put it a little bit lower than they actually finished. But, you know, opinions go different ways. Um, 13 for me was Serbia, with uh, Loco Loco, uh, with Hurricane. I think they actually finished a lot lower than I expected. Uh, I put them at uh, 13, they finished 15. I was close, but I just didn't like it in general. Uh, like another, This is another song that I knew would probably finish high due to televoting or whatever, but I personally didn't like. Um, because it just didn't sound right. Like The lyrics just sounded a bit too boring. Now, I don't know Serbian at all, but like... It just sounded like a, bottle, a, a bunch of mumble to me. If you listen to it like closely, you can probably tell out different lyrics and whatever, but it literally just sounds like the same thing over and over again. It just sounds so stupid. But it was like a nice dance music. It was good. Like I liked the beat and the background music for it. I just didn't like there was much more Botox than dancing skills on the, <laughs> on the stage. So, you know, that's just my opinion. Um, you, you can complain to me otherwise. Uh, Finland, for, for me, was 14. They finished 6th. In the actual standings, um, Finland was another rock song, uh, a bit a bit more dark. It was, it was a bit more emo or dark rock. Um, I think it was with Dark Side, uh, with uh, yeah, it was, I think it was Dark Side. Yeah, Dark Side with Blind Channel. <coughs> God, I'm talking too much. I need to drink some water. Um, but no, it was it was quite a nice entry into Eurovision because you don't get a lot of rock songs. You get a lot of ballads and stuff, and so. I expected this to finish a bit higher, uh, I mean a bit lower, due to like there already being quite a good rock song in the final as well with Italy, but considering that Italy and Finland both finished top 6, 
um, with Italy winning the entire thing. I should have seen it coming, considering that a lot of people didn't expect Rock to make it very far in this competition either, anyways. Um, but, in all honesty, I didn't like it. It was just a bit too... I think I thought initially it was just a bit too much for Eurovision. I didn't think a lot of people would enjoy it, um, considering how dark the theme was. Um, I thought it might have been too aggressive, honestly, and in, in like in terms of music. Um, but you can go observe these for yourself if you have the time and if you want to. If you don't want to, that's fine. I understand. It's a big ass pain. Um, I went through a lot to put my opinions and ratings on there. Uh, if you want to look at the Google document yourself, I have my opinions on here as well. Um, I might put up a Patreon one day. Who the fuck knows? Maybe, maybe not. If you don't want to look at the document, fine. Alright, you can do whatever. If you want to look at the document, you can message me. Uh, uh, with the Instagram, at Ryan Lau underscore YouTube. Uh, at Ryan underscore Lau YT. You can message me on that account. If you want to. If not, you can message me on my personal. Um, but good luck finding it. Um... And so, yeah, I mean, I just didn't expect it to finish high, considering there's already another great rock song there. But anyway, we move on. Then I move on to Portugal at 15. Uh, Portugal finished uh, 12th, actually, in the competition, with um, Love is on My Side, uh, with the Black, uh, the Black Mamba. Um, when I read the Black Mamba, I was just like, oh, fucking Kobe Bryant, let's go. But then I didn't realize it was a band. <laughs> um... Love is on my side is actually quite a unique song compared to a lot of uh, other people's other songs in here. It's quite a nice ballad. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a ballad. It's more like it's more like a country old like seventy style music. Um, the performance was great. I actually really liked it. His voice is very unique as well. You wouldn't you don't really hear that very often. And so I really did like the the addition of their their entry in the final because it was quite a nice change up uh, when listening to it. So, I really enjoyed the performance, I really enjoyed the song as well, and it was very, very nice. So, I didn't expect them to finish overly high, I expected the middle of the pack, and it was around the middle of the pack. So, hey, she asked me, I just expected them to finish bottom half of the pack, not top half of the pack, but, you know, difference. <laughs> uh, 16 for me was Albania, uh, was Karma, I believe the song was called, um... And, no, I'm not going to try and pronounce that. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to try. Uh, the song was in Albanian, so a very nice uh, native language song. Very powerful vocals, but honestly, it didn't seem like there was enough power in there. Like, it looked like there was, trying, there was like power trying to be put in there, but I just didn't seem, seem or feel powerful enough. In Like, to me at least. The, the performance wasn't overly... Complicated, it was quite simple, but there are some things that just didn't make sense uh, <laughs> to me. Um, but uh, overall, I thought it would do quite well. Um, but no, it finished 21st. So, you know, I'm stupid, I'm wrong, my music taste sucks. Go fuck yourself. Uh, 17 for me was Cyprus. Cyprus actually finished 16th, so I was very, very close on that one. Um, with El Diablo, uh, that, that song was called. Uh, Elena's. Uh, nope. Nope, I'm not going to try that. Elena. <laughs> Um, it was quite a good song, I actually did enjoy it, um, a little bit, uh, not overall, like, fantastic, it was just, you know, a, a good song to be okay with, um, uh, like, I did enjoy it initially, like, it was a good opening song for the grand final, there's a running order for these songs, by the way, so, they're, like, they perform in certain orders, um, and I think it was a good start to the grand final with El Diablo. Um, very energetic uh, first song. I, I think it was a bit too much sexual appeal in that one, to be fair. And the staging had a mirror, and I don't understand the full mirror, the full use of that mirror. I, I don't know. Um, but I love the fire. I love the El Diablo in fire as well. Um, but apparently people were going to sue them for having suggestions to Satan, especially a lot of Christians, so... I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm atheist, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I just, I just want to listen to music, eh? Um, overall, not a bad song. Uh, just a bit too much sexual appeal. She has a lot of vocal 
potential as well. She can hit some high notes. She can hold, hold some notes as well. And so I think she has a lot of vocal potential. But just maybe didn't choose the right type of song. Anyways, we move on um, to my number 18, which was Sweden. Uh, Sweden actually finished a bit higher than that with 14. Uh, to say, uh, with voices for Sweden. Now, I actually did enjoy the song for a little while, but then I just thought it was quite boring, quite bland, uh, quite simple, but it was just a bit a bit too simple for Eurovision, I think. Um, like, the performance wasn't overall complicated or spectacular, it was just kind of like a, a nice, kind of simple staging. And for people who don't know what Eurovision is, staging is a very big part of Eurovision because it makes the whole song work. If you have a good staging, you make the entire performance look better and your voice and your voice is, you know, maybe a bit overshadowed sometimes. Um, but if your voice matches the kind of staging you've given yourself, then fuck, it works. If you if you match the song and like the message you're trying to give with the staging, it makes it so much better. And so, please don't understand what I'm talking about performances or staging. That I'm talking about like the the stages and like how they looked at the time with the performances. Um, <coughs> so, I thought it was quite meh. It was nothing special. And this is, I think, the first time that Sweden has finished out the top ten in quite a few in, a, in a, quite a few years. So, hey, uh, but. Nothing spectacular for Sweden, so I didn't expect them to finish too high, and 14 was around the range I expected them to finish. It was like 14, 18 kind of area. Uh, 19 was United Kingdom. They finished dead last with zero points. Um, <coughs> I really felt bad for the UK, because when I was watching it live, when they were doing the, the results and the votes and everything, I just said, imagine United Kingdom get zero points for the jury and televoting, and it actually happened, and I was like, holy fucking shit. And then, I also said, what if the bottom four all got zero points? Because at the time, the bottom four, all four of those countries were technically in the final six, already automatically qualified into the grand final. And so to see all four of them get zero points was just holy fucking shit. Um, but we'll move on to who finished in the bottom four. Um, but you can figure out by now, since I mentioned Italy and France. Oh, I didn't even mention who's taking in the part of the final six. So the final six, uh, it's the big five, plus the winner of the last edition of Eurovision. So the winner of the last edition gets automatic qualification, and the big five, uh, automatically get qualification. There will be the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, uh, for this year, of the big six. Uh, will be the United Kingdom, Netherlands, Spain, Italy, France, and Spain. Those are the final six for this year's Eurovision. Uh, normally, the uh, normally the Netherlands will not be in the final six because they didn't they haven't won it in a very long time. But they won it last year, well, technically 2019. But they won the last edition of Eurovision, so they were part of the final six. The big five normally is just United Kingdom, France, Italy, Spain, and Germany. Those are the big five. They always get automatic qualification. Australia was part of the final six at one point because we got introduced into Eurovision 2015, and so we got an automatically. Uh, Automatic grand final place in 2015, but after 2015, we always had to compete in the semi-finals. Because um, people just thought it was unfair that Australia got to um, immediately walk in there. And so everyone was like, okay, we'll just commute, uh, we'll just put Australia in the semi-final one or two and make them you know, go through the regular process. Um, and so we have ever been, uh, have ever since uh, 2015. Um, but, you know, uh, United Kingdom got zero points. I said to finish a bit higher, but at the same time, when I'm looking at the song, yeah, it was just a bit offbeat sometimes. I think the music didn't fit it well. It just seemed a bit out of order and a bit out of, you know, whack. It just didn't seem right. It just didn't seem to fit together well. Uh, I don't blame James Newman uh, with his song Embers, by the way. Um, he's a fantastic songwriter and fantastic performer. He just got unlucky. Um, honestly, and I, I, I can't honestly say anything bad about them, because it just got really, really unlucky, um, especially because the televotes were really fucking stupid this year. Um, anyways, we move on. 20 with the Netherlands. Now, the Netherlands, I actually really liked for 20, 2019, because they won, uh, with Duncan Lawrence, uh, with Arcade. Now, that's apparently a TikTok trend, go fuck all you, because... I have so many friends asking me, Hey, do you know this song, Arcade? I'm just like, yeah, I fucking knew it since 2018, because it was released near the end of 2018. Um, 
almost the beginning of 2019, uh, because I was watching Eurovision, it's part, it's a Eurovision song, fuck all of you TikTokers, um, I don't like TikTok, my personal opinion, go fuck yourself, uh, if anyone, if any, if any famous TikTokers want to fucking do a boxing match, I'll fight you, mate, fucking, I'll train for a boxing match, <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, um, but no, it was, um, I liked their song for 2020, uh, Jonggu uh, sorry, Jonggu McElroy, uh, with the song, uh, was fantastic in 2020, but then this year he brought in a bit of his old, uh, a bit of his heritage, um, uh, with, uh, Saran Tongo, uh, his part of his heritage, and he used some of the dialect in the song, and I thought it was quite unique and quite uh, interesting. Although you get sick of hearing it after past three, uh, after three times. Uh, to be fair, uh, you get sick of listening to the song after three times, and I think I understand why, because uh, I put it on repeat by accident. And fuck, I was annoyed. Um, but no, I thought it was a, I thought it was quite a good song, and they finished second last. So I uh, know I think third last, third last, no fourth, fourth last, twenty third. Uh, so I was not too far off in my predictions, but at the same time, I didn't want them to finish so low. Uh, twenty one for me was Grace. I actually didn't really like it. Because their staging reminded me of 2016 Sergei Lazarev. If you want to go watch that, Sergei Lazarev, you are the only one. 2016 Eurovision uh, for Russia. Fantastic song, by the way. Um, and so the staging reminded me of that. And also, the song just didn't hit me initially. It just didn't feel overall amazing to me. It was just kind of like, uh, yay, another pop song. Cool. Um, my taste is bland. Fuck off. Um... But then after listening to it more often, it's actually not that bad, and I really don't mind it anymore. So, it, it I wrote this before the whole entire Grand Final, by the way. I wrote this like a day before the Grand Final. Um, so, yeah. Um, I should have respected Greece a bit more. They finished 9th. No, they finished 10th. Um, I put them bottom 6. So, I'm, I'm sorry, Greek people out there, I'm, I'm sorry, I should have respected Stefania a bit more with Last Dance, I just didn't enjoy it, uh, initially, now I, I don't mind it as much anymore, but it's still a bit, you know, too pop for me, uh, 22 was Germany, I actually didn't like that song, personally, it just wasn't special, it just felt kind of cringe, <laughs> like, I don't want to hate on Yendrik, uh, but it just, it just wasn't great. It's a song called I Don't Feel Hate by Yendrik, uh, for Germany, it's in English, but it's not a great song. So, 22nd was a bit generous, honestly, and they finished second last, so, hey, whatever. Lithuania, for me, was 23. Now, I really don't like Lithuania, because their song was just awful to me. It was too breathy for me, it just was cringe. Dance moves were a bit annoying, but it's going to become a TikTok trend for no fucking reason, and... I hated it. I didn't like Lithuania. I don't like the rope. The rope is just annoying to me. Discotheque was just a bad song. And the way he sang the entire song was so breathy, it almost felt like he was on an asthma attack every fucking time he was singing it. So, it just really annoyed me. And the fact that he finished 8th also pissed me off even more. So, yeah, I, just, I really didn't like it. I'm sorry, I might have hit my microphone. Um, but yeah, I, I really didn't like it. You can prove my opinion wrong. But I don't care. Uh, Belgium for me was 24. Belgium actually finished 20th. No, they finished 19th, sorry. Now, I didn't really like Belgium because their song was way too boring. Really monotonous. Not much really there. And mono monotonous is that how you pronounce it. I'm sorry. And, like, the, f the staging and the performance was so boring and bland. Like, yeah, it was meant to be, like, a dark song and whatever. But, like, go fuck yourself. Um... I really didn't like it. It was just really bland and boring. And... Like, it was just nothing special. Plus, the face of the vocalist who's singing it just looks like she's... wanting to go to fucking bed. She looks so tired. And she also looks like she's constantly angry. I've never seen her smile in my life. It's almost like she doesn't smile. She doesn't know how to smile. But apparently she smiled at the end of the performance. I really wasn't watching and paying attention. Because I was just... Turned deaf at that point. I was actually making coffee. Uh, to stay awake. Um, to cope. <laughs> but, you know... Uh, 
I don't know anymore. My my song, my music taste is awful to a lot of people apparently. Uh, twenty five for me was Azerbaijan. I really hated it. It just got under my skin too much. Azerbaijan with Effendi, uh, with Mata Hari as their song. Now it's in uh, it's in um it's in English. It's all it's all in English. It's just boring. The, the staging and the performance was just sexual appeal and just really nothing amazing. Hey, you can go like it. I don't. I really, really fucking don't. It's so repetitive and annoying and she tried to participate in Eurovision 2020 with a song called Cleopatra, but obviously 2020 got cancelled. Um, but the thing is, the fact that she mentions Cleopatra in her new song makes it even more annoying for me because Cleopatra was already annoying as well. So... I don't know, I just don't like her music. That's just me. And then, uh, well, I think they actually finished uh, 20th, I think. Yeah, 20th. So, I wasn't too far after they finished bottom five. And then lastly, and not least, Moldova for, 20, for me at 26th. I really hated that song. I really did. It was just not entertaining to me at all. It just wasn't... It just wasn't good. They finished 13th. It was uh, Natalia... No, I'm not going to pronounce that last name, because fuck you. Uh, with the song Sugar. Bad, bad song. In my opinion. It just, like, she's got good vocals. She's got good vocal range and, like, l like power to it. She can hold a note, definitely. Fantastic note holding. But the song was just so cringe. And then the staging was, like, yeah, kind of cool, but... Fuck, it looked like she had just male strippers surrounding her the entire time. It just didn't look right. Sorry, I just didn't like it. I'm sorry for anyone who's from Moldova. I just really didn't like it. I didn't expect it to finish high at all. I finished finishing dead last in the fucking grand final. But yeah. That's the Eurovision Song Contest predictions for the grand final. Um, for my opinions on all the songs that did not make it there. I have some notes on them as well. Uh, Slovenia. Uh, with Anna Soklic uh, for Amen. Uh, the song was called Amen. I wrote down it was very powerful vocals, but honestly, would have preferred a song in a native language. Now she performed with a song in a native language. Uh, she tried to no, she participated in the Eurovision 2020 with a song in her native language. But actually, it was quite too slow for me. I actually almost fell asleep in the first eight seconds of the song because it was actually quite slow. Um, but she has obviously uh, good vocal range, but just didn't, she didn't look comfortable to sing in English. Uh, Especially with such a powerful song. Um, <coughs> and I, I expected a bit more, honestly. I expected a bit more from her, and especially uh, considering her powerful vocals. And in Australia, with Technicolor, with Montaigne. Uh, Montaigne has gone across with hitting high notes comfortably, but still with the performance looking like a song you would find in the 80s, it's not really a competitive song in my opinion. But still not bad. I've seen definitely worse. I've definitely seen worse than Montaigne's song. I actually... Roy Expected her to actually somehow qualify, but she didn't qualify uh, due to semi-final one being fucking stupid, and especially Lithuania somehow being a fan favorite, even though it's so fucking bad. Um, honestly, it is so bad. It's honestly horrendous. Anyways, so we move on from that to North Macedonia. Here I stand with Vasil. Vasil, fantastic voice control. He showed that with his last entry as well. He showed that in uh, you. Uh, uh, for North Macedonia in 2020. Uh, you can go listen to all these songs in your, on YouTube. Um, they're all there for you. Um, his... Oh, we never saw the full extent, extent of his vocal range. Uh, but in this song, you definitely he definitely shows it off. His range control and his shiny vest, honestly, in his performance was fantastic and beautiful to look at. Uh, I really expected this to qualify, but I think a lot of people's opinions are a bit too slow, and I can agree it was quite a bit slow in the beginning, so I can understand why I didn't qualify. Um, in Ireland, was Leslie Roy and the song Maps. Uh, Leslie Roy showed a lot of passion and fun while doing her performance, which was really, really good. I actually really saw a lot of fun and passion behind it. Uh, although a bit childish, to be fair. A bit, you know, different to what her song was a bit... Like, her song direction and her staging was a bit confusing. Uh, but she demonstrated a good voice control and a very good song, but honestly... Her vocals disappointed her in the performance. She didn't look comfortable. She almost sounded like she was sick. Um, and so I wasn't surprised to see it not qualify. Um, although I really personally would have liked to see it qualify. Then Croatia with TikTok. 
by what's her name? I'm annoyed now. Time to go. Look. Was Albina. I thought it was actually quite a good song. Uh, very nice being in the music. Uh, lyrics were a bit lackluster, except for the uh, Croatian part. Very nice addition. Uh, very nice change in the middle of the song. Um, and it was actually quite nice with the vocal range of control as well. It was very, very good to listen to, and I really do like it. Uh, very surprised it didn't qualify either, considering that you know, Semi-Final 1, in my opinion, was actually a lot weaker than Semi-Final 2. Um... And then Romania with Amnesia, oh, Roxen, dude, she, her MV is fantastic, her live performance, her vocals kind of dipped up and down, um, it honestly comes down to nerves, um, honestly, it was just unfortunate, um, but the rasp in her voice is beautiful, like, I love hearing a slight subtle rasp in a lot of females voices because it, it sounds so nice especially when it comes to like like deeper toned female singers as well and I really do like a slight bit of rasp and it sounded fantastic in the MV and the live performance that she showed at the national final was fantastic as well and so I really did like it but when it came to the semi-final it, her vocals just didn't perform and yeah, we should have seen it in the final, but at the same time, it, her vocals just, unfortunately, didn't back up the song. It was still a very, very good song, though. I really did like it. Um, Estonia, the lucky one, Ukus Viste. Uh, is a very, he's a very good-looking man, to be fair. Uh, and the vocals help him look even better. Uh, this is what my notes say, at least. this is. I was writing this at, like, 4am. Uh, <laughs> he showed great vocal range and control, and his subtle, raspy voice, is, uh, it sounds great, honestly. Um, he didn't have any standing stage performance, but honestly, just him standing there and singing is enough. But the most, the song will most likely not win the competition, maybe top 15 at best. It didn't even make it out of semi-final, so I was very wrong in my, uh, my prediction. Um, yeah, it was, I think it was just too boring in the stage like if they did some exotic staging maybe like some some eccentric or like exciting staging then i would have been happy with it um but they didn't and so that's probably why they didn't qualify Czech republic with oh my god uh, <laughs> uh benny krista has brought a better song than 2020 um 2020 was just chris brown being just like imagine chris brown but like 15 times worse um very limited vocal range, not an exciting song, just an impressive voice and still not great. But he brings energy to his performance, but it just isn't outstanding. Um, Austria with another song called Amen. There are two Amens in this competition. Um, I thought this would be one of the qualifiers in semi-final two. Um, Vincent Bueno was fantastic at his performance. Uh, he showed a lot of vocal range, a lot of passion, and a fantastic performance. Just unfortunate, semi-final two was very, very competitive. Um... Honestly, I really, really wanted him to qualify, but unfortunately, he didn't. Uh, Poland, uh, with Rafael, the ride. Honestly, Poland just threw their chances out the window with this song. It was so bad. Uh, like, it belongs in the 70s, the stage is in the 70s, and the fact that you can barely hear his voice because his background singers are singing higher, like, singing louder than he is, is fucking awful. I honestly hated it. It was average at best, and it fucking sucked. <laughs> um, Georgia with you. That's uh, Tornike. Uh, it, it isn't a bad song. It just didn't seem comfortable for him to sing it because he could have come in with like a shouty rock song and I would have seen him qualify. But he came in with a slow ballad and it just didn't seem right. And he only seemed comfortable when he got to the shouty part of the ballad. And so it just didn't look natural, it didn't sound natural either, so, I, I actually wish he could have competed with a much better song than you, but it is what it is, uh, let's have a look, Latvia, the moon is rising, with, uh, I can't remember her name anymore, but I couldn't care less, because it was so bad, uh, good vocal range is shown, but other than that, it's not much to be happy about, it's a bit of singing, a bit of rapping, and not much song, it's just kind of boring, it doesn't bring energy around, and I don't hate it, but it's really not my cup of tea. And I really don't like it in general. It's just not my taste in music. 
Um, and then Denmark. I've seen a lot of people say this got robbed. But in my opinion, it's so boring. It's just boring. I don't know the lyrics though, so you can tell me otherwise in the in whatever you tell me. A decent retro feel to it, but nothing special. Just a bit of fun and retro stage performance. Nice, nice geometric shapes being quite common, apparently in this year's vision. And this song has no real good parts, just average all around. No vocal range show, no really exciting staging. Just really fucking boring. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people's opinions say certain songs got robbed. I don't see how Denmark got robbed. I really should have seen... I expected more. I really fucking did. And, ah, uh, just... It just seems so boring to me, man. And I miss a lot of countries in this year's... Eurovision Song Contest as well. Um, Armenia didn't participate. Belarus didn't participate. Hungary didn't participate. Um, and I think a few others as well didn't participate. Uh, Montenegro hasn't participated since, like, 2016. So, you know, um... But, like, Hungary has always been, like, a really strong competitor in my heart, at least. Like, their songs have been fantastic most of the years. And, unfortunately, they haven't competed in the last two years. So, you know, I, I really do hope for more Hungary in Eurovision. <clears throat> but, sometimes, just the finances for it are just, unfortunately, not there. Um, but, you know, my opinions on this Eurovision... It was great, it was really, really strong, but me knowing and living through and witnessing the entire year of 2015 Eurovision, knowing how many strong songs were in that one, plus 2016 as well, it's just so hard to see how many countries have can bring much more to the table. So, anyways guys, this is my opinion on the Eurovision 2021 Song Contest. Please come back next time, and next year... For Eurovision 2022. <laughs> well, it'll be held in Italy. I don't know where in Italy, but... Uh, uh, it could be, it really could be anywhere. But Italy has been a very, very strong contender. So congratulations to Italy once again. And um, hopefully Australia will send in something that qualifies past the semifinals. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Peace!